Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Comeuppance Reviews podcast. This is Brett speaking from Comeuppance Reviews. Hey, it's the Thai guy. We're back with a very special episode. Yes, we have something special for you guys. Uh, we have Rebecca and Tim from the new podcast, One Dark Fright. Hi, guys. Hi. Hey, guys. How's it going? Thanks for being on the show. We appreciate that. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, so, oh, yeah, Ty, go ahead. No, so I guess we could just, you know, we could jump right in. We're doing video store memories. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, we know we're doing video store <laughs> memories. That's, that's um, something we haven't done in a while. Um, so I guess we'll start. Does anyone want to go first? Yeah. Because we could go in yeah. some kind of order. Yeah, that's fine. Well, I can. Yeah, okay. start Brady, you have a usual question, right? Oh, yeah. So usually what I ask is, where did you grow up and what are your first video store memories? Like, what's the first video store you remember going to and what are your impressions of that? Yeah, I grew up in southeast Florida, so down by like the Fort Lauderdale area. Mm-hmm. And growing up, I want to say we just had like we didn't really have too much until the first Blockbuster came in. But that was like across the street from where I live. So early memories are, you know, going to this, you know, magical superstore because it was such a big location. And it was, yeah, it was overwhelming really seeing all that because I might have seen like a mom and pop shop up in New York. I had family that lived in New York. So when we'd visit there, it would be one of those kind of small places. And I was like, oh, this is what video stores are like. And then when we got the one down by us, it was a blockbuster and it was like huge. So do you remember what mom and pops were in New York? And were we talking about New York City or somewhere in New York State? Uh, at on like Long Island. Oh, Long oh, Island. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, do you remember any names? or is... You know, from up there, I don't. I was so young when we did that. Uh, I can remember that we rented Silence of the Lambs. Oh. When I was, I think that it was at 91. I want to say that's yeah, 1991, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it was, uh, I was like 10 years old. So that was <laughs> kind of one of my first memories of actually like watching a movie at home and just my eyes about to pop out of my head. So you're too young to remember what the name of the store, but not young, not too young to watch Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Way too young. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was probably too young to be watching Silence of the Lambs, but. It's our good buddy Hannibal Lecter. Like, <laughs> well, but but could you say that that might have led to where we are today, where you have the One Dark Fright podcast, where you're talking about horror movies? Yeah, I would say that's probably a pretty good point to start at. Be like, when did they start thinking this way? Yeah, Silence of the Lambs at 10 years old. We'll get you there. <laughs> That'll do it, I guess. Yeah. Um, so when you were in Blockbuster, was it just the normal like kind of mainstream stuff, or did because I've heard that Blockbusters in different regions of the country would have weirder, more unusual titles kind of mixed in with everything else? Like, do you remember anything about that? Yeah, I I think it was kind of your generic place that had basically your your big release titles, and I I just remember being like the, a, a giant wall filled with like the new release. Like I distinctly remember. There being like when Independence Day came out, like it was the entire oh. back wall. Like there were just <laughs> so copies? many copies of that. Like it was impossible <laughs> not to get a copy of it. So, you know, they basically <laughs> they basically catered to the the popular kind of stuff. We had a, a smaller place. So we eventually got a Hollywood video in town. Uh, we wound up with two blockbusters uh, across town and then Hollywood video. And then we had the video stop mom and pop place with the porn room in the back and the whole nine. So, <laughs> so that, we had, we had uh, a little, little mixture of things. Is that was where it, you was would mainly? Oh. Oh, yeah, oh, the, no, that's what our beads. video store had. They had beads. We had oh, the beads. Definitely had the beads. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so as a horror fan or a budding horror fan, was it easier to go to the mom and pop to find what you were looking for? Or like, how did you feed your interest in horror? Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely the, the mom and pop store that had more of that stuff. So the video stopped. And I distinctly remember them, too, getting the the posters, like the promotional posters that they send when the new releases come mm-hmm. out. And they would sell them there for, like, super cheap. So I can remember going in there and, like, grabbing a couple horror movies and looking in the posters for, like, 15 minutes trying to find a cool poster that I wanted to, you know, put that use that, like, tacky gum shit that you put on the wall. Well, I'm sorry. Do you guys curse on <laughs> this? Yeah, you go curse. for it. Yeah. We don't censor. No, so no censorship here. Gotcha. Uh, so I I very much remember that place being where I'd go when I wanted to find a poster and wanted to find some kind of 
niche release like a horror title. Okay, that's cool. So, so if <laughs> there are people that want to cater to the more you know mainstream, like the Independence Day or ID4 crowd, the uh, ID4 they could card. go to. <laughs> yeah. They could go there, but then now, what box art stands out in your mind from the mom and pop that you would go to? That's a good question. I would say basically like the Hellraiser mm-hmm. kind of box art. Um, Pumpkinhead, those kind of titles usually appealed to me. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's mostly those kind of ones where, like, it used to be like an art. I mean, obviously, the, the Friday the 13th box covers, you know, with the black, with, you mm. know, whatever version of uh, whatever number they were on at that point, whatever right. Roman numeral they were working with, uh, usually had its own distinct thing. Because that's really the first horror movie that I can remember seeing was, I think, Friday the 13th Part 2. So those were always is the ones that stuck out to me because that was like the the number one thing that I'd first seen because I have an older brother and he was very much into those movies. And that makes sense because whenever there's artwork that's actual art, that does tend to stand out from what came later, which was just like photography of yeah. people, the, like a the big face heads. of the star. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like those old Star Wars posters and Indiana Jones yeah. and those kind of things where it was like, you know, it wasn't just like the picture, like you said, of the of the actor on the front and kind of nothing, no character to it at all. Yeah, like those 90s ones of the scream. And I know we did last summer, just a bunch of, you know, Jennifer Love Hewitt's and mm-hmm. Dan Campbell's. <laughs> well, no, I know why. Well, I think even, so uh, well, the, well, the, the most Barry Moore's and Ski Urich. Yeah, yeah, so, right, yeah. They have an S at the end, and there's yeah, multiple yeah. Barry Moore's and Hewitt's. <laughs> <laughs> well, John Barry Moore is somehow also in it. So. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the Barry Moore family. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, because to me, I think I, we might have mentioned this on the podcast before, but to me, the most egregious example of just putting a giant face or two giant faces on the cover is putting pushing 10 I don't oh, remember. It's, just, yeah. it's it's just like a giant billy bob thornton face on one side and yeah, john was it cusack john cusack on the other and that's it that's like all it is it's like yep. it's like that's so lazy it's just it's i mean it seems very much like a corporate decision like make the faces bigger of our stars yeah. you know it's not like a piece of artwork like a lot of the horror movies would have and other movies but certainly horror tended to have like these beautiful pieces of art that would be on the posters and later the video boxes oh absolutely yeah definitely um uh was there anything else that i'm missing here from uh that you wanted to say or that stands out as far as your memories like like did were you friendly with the owners did you um meet people there like what other things stand out from um from that time in those places yeah you know the the blockbuster being so close you know we we had a pretty good you know, kind of back and forth with the people that worked there. I can't say we really knew any of those people, but uh, we definitely uh, became, you know, semi-friendly with some of the ones that were there because we were there all the time. Uh, The Hollywood video, I had a buddy that worked there. So once we got to like 16 years old, I had a friend that worked there and that was was nice because then we would basically use his privileges of getting the new releases early. And, you know, taking part of that was always a good time. So he didn't last very long at that location. But uh, that was one (laughs) particular spot where, yeah, we had a good for a little bit there with that (laughs) nice employee perk. Should we ask why he didn't last long or do you not want to say that on the air? You know, I I think he he actually left. It wasn't that he was uh, he was booted out the door. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. But at least that's what he told me. But he definitely, uh, yeah, it was it was a short lived uh, situation, which was kind of a bummer. Now, this was at the Blockbuster? That was at Hollywood Video. Oh, oh in Hollywood. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we haven't really talked about that. So so obviously you would go to the Hollywood Video. Did, how did that compare to the Blockbuster in any yeah. way? Like, was it different or was it all pretty much exactly the same? It was pretty much the same. It was a similar size store, actually. And it was like down the block from the Blockbuster. So they really were not too far away either. But that also made it kind of nice in that if there wasn't one at one location, the other one was like literally a quarter mile away and we could very easily just stop in the other location and try and get it. But it was kind of the similar, I, I guess I grew up in a very kind of blah area. There isn't too much like of, you know, a niche market for other like kind of stores. So it was more like the popular stuff again, you know, at those locations, but it was nice having two places that we could check to see if there was uh one of the titles we were trying well, to find. ID4 would be there. Both yeah, so you, you had zero chance of not seeing Independence Day. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, that one we were getting very easily. 
Um, but to me, that speaks a lot about the time that, you know, video rental just as a general thing was so popular and so all encompassing. You had two blockbusters and a Hollywood or like all within kind of like near each other. It's you wouldn't have anything like that today, certainly, or even years later. It's just it was such a phenomenon, I guess, in the pre streaming era that you could have three of that type of store within a smallish area. Yep, exactly. And I I can remember when the the big blockbuster, the one that opened first, like right near us, changed its location. It literally moved across the uh, the plaza into a different location, like in in a different building in that same plaza that was already in. But it was a much smaller store. So I can remember like that being like, uh oh, they're downsizing this a little bit. So what's happening with Blockbuster? And I think that was kind of the beginning, that first sign Uh that things were starting to turn south for Blockbuster. (laughs) Oh, that's interesting. I don't know if I've ever heard that, that a Blockbuster didn't just disappear. It actually moved to a smaller location to me. I don't I don't think I've ever heard that before. I think that's a first for me. Yep. Uh, Yeah, it was it was unique. The the other one across town, that one stayed in the same spot. And then, you know, it obviously folded whenever uh, all of it started crumbling down. But yeah, that that particular one was just like, no, this is too much space, I guess. And they just downsized and moved over. I kind of liked it when they were in the smaller location. To be honest, that was a much easier way to. And I can I very distinctly remember looking through the horror titles there because they had a nice condensed section that you could really just kind of sit there and stare at those stare at some of that box art i mean that's i mean certainly this would happen with me and i would imagine other people it's like there's something so attractive about the horror section just because of that box art there's something just so attractive about it you know it's because it's so different from everything else that wall of new releases there's something special about that the that horror area and you can almost see it like when you walk in the door like it's just it's a like that dark section where like all the bl- yeah. the boxes are mostly black as opposed yeah. to the things on the wall, which has all these light colors because of yeah. the popular titles. So you can see this little dark patch in this store and you're like, I think that's where I need to go. Just hang out <laughs> right. in the darkness over there. It just, it, it attracts a certain type of person. Yeah. It does. Yes. It really does. Um, uh, is there anything else before we move on? Move on to Rebecca's memories, right? Yeah, yeah that's pretty much all I can think of right now. Obviously all Please, those stores are gone. Yeah, I know it's sad, isn't it? <laughs> Even the the mom and pop shop. I was just down there visiting family, and now it's they've leaned into the porn part of it, and it's uh. a sex, sexy toys store now. <laughs> so, two X's. <laughs> so the oh, building two, two X's or three? Is it two? <laughs> well, it's yeah, it's not like with two blockbusters and uh, and a Hollywood. I think they're like the. Would you say they're the last one standing, even though they're doing what There's they're doing now? Left, right? Yeah, I think there is just the one left, right? Yeah, I can't even remember where it is now. Um, That's interesting. The West Coast. No, uh, the West, what? Somewhere on the West Coast, the last blockbuster is, right? Oh, 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 right. Oh, it's in like Oregon or something. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yep. (laughs) Um, And there was a documentary, wasn't there? I I haven't seen it, but I think, yeah. Did you yeah, guys watch that? One one lady yeah, that, that is run, yeah, yeah, we did. There's one lady to keep in that place running. And it's oh. yeah, it's a pretty good little documentary. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, all right. So moving on. So Rebecca, same question. Where did you grow up and what are your first video store memories and what what store stands out to you? So I grew up in a um pretty small town in north central Florida. Shout out to Bellevue, (laughs) little (laughs) town, Um, pretty much just a strip of stores and fast food restaurants and, you know, grocery stores. So pretty small town. Um, Oh, and a bunch of churches. So a lot of churches, you know, a lot of fast food places. So grew up in a little small town. And some of my first memories are going to the store for slumber parties because we used to go so there was this little store and I honestly do not remember the name of it it could have been a movie gallery but I don't remember um but that one was closer to where I lived and this is again you know like right down the road and then there was a blockbuster that was further down so it was probably a mile or two down the road um and we used to go to the smaller store at first because we could walk there and my sister and I used to walk there and that would be like VHS tapes um, and all that. So we used to go to that store and that would be like, ooh, I'm going to have a slumber party. Let's go see what I can find. And then it. <laughs> Do you remember what you did find? 
I do don't you... like the VHS tapes. I honestly do not remember. I would, I do kind of remember us doing um, some of like the Beverly Hills Cop, you know, and the, oh. those kind of movies, mm-hmm. um, which probably not appropriate for like a seven, eight year old. But again, <laughs> well, it's no Silence of the Lambs. But yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, I didn't <laughs> yeah, have that experience. That's a, that's a certain level that you need to get to. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have that experience. But then when I got to be a little older, we started going to the Blockbuster. And um, that was more, that was, again, a lot of slumber parties or hanging out with my sister. My sister is seven years older than me. So we would be going and uh, renting stuff to hang out and watch movies that my parents wouldn't let me watch or a lot of horror movies um, for me to watch at home, which was, you know, speaking of like, I know what she did last summer. That was one I remember we rented and I watched it. I think by myself and it turned out that I had gotten really sick and I had like a really bad fever and I was kind of hallucinating and everything. And there was a vacuum in my corner of my bedroom. And I was thinking that that was the guy with the hook and I was like freaking out. (laughs) And I just remember my mom being like, it's okay. That is not the guy with the hook, you know? And I was like, they're never going to let me watch horror movies again. But, um, So that was fun. That was a good time. Um, but yeah, it could yeah, be so, a horror movie. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's a It could be, you know, a guy, a guy with a vacuum with a hook. You know, yeah, yeah. Set up. It could be a perfect 90s, early 2000s movie. <laughs> well, it could be like the Mangler or something. There you yeah, go. yeah, the vacuum. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They've got what? They've got yeah. the, the couch movie where the couch comes alive. The yes. horror yeah. movie. There's yes. the one where the tire is alive. There's rubber. So, like, <laughs> now, the vacuum could be a thing. A I'm sure there's. <laughs> Somebody's gonna start working on that now as soon as they hear this. Oh yeah. Most oh we definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I know we give out ideas all the time. Right? And yeah. I believe there's a movie called Slacks, which is about an evil pair of jeans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, I read about that. Is that like when did that come out? Uh, a couple years ago? I, think. I was gonna oh, say that was pretty recent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, so yeah, inanimate objects. Now. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. <clears throat> but so, when did the horror? I don't know if I call it an obsession, but an interest in horror come in because, you know, when do you go from Beverly Hills Cop and that sort of ilk <laughs> to horror? Or did you always love horror and just because you had guests, you didn't like, you know, you wanted to make sure everyone had something to watch, you know? So my sister would get horror movies um, when I was younger. And so I used to, I wasn't supposed to be watching them, but I would watch them when, because we shared a room. So I was supposed to be sleeping or something, but I would actually be watching the horror movies. Wait, so hold on. So was she afraid of the vacuum also? No, she was not. Okay, she's, okay. you know, she was older than me. She's seven years older. So she's oh. like 15, you know, oh. and I'm like eight. So, you know, there's a difference there. But so she would be watching horror movies when I was supposed to be sleeping. And so she would watch like Halloween and Friday the 13th and things like that. And I would be like, oh, this is really cool. Um and I didn't get scared by it. Nightmare on Elm Street kind of freaked me out when I was a kid. Sure. Um, I mean, who, what kid yeah. isn't afraid of yeah. Freddy, right. you right. know, coming in your dreams? But, um, and I thought, like, this is really cool. So then when I got to be, I had probably like 12, 13, my sister started working at a movie gallery. And um, so I used to go hang out with my sister at the movie gallery because um around that time they weren't as popular as they used to be so i would go and hang out with my sister behind the counter and we would hang out um because she'd work during the day and so it'd be like summer and i'd be hanging out behind the counter and we'd just go through movies and put on movies while she was working and we would watch movies at movie gallery (laughs) Um, that, that sounds fantastic. That it sounds was cool. awesome. Like they, it was so much fun. So we would just kind of hang out. Like we'd be like, well, what do we want to put on? You know? And so we'd put that something on lose. and have it play, you know how they had the uh, TVs throughout. Yeah, the TVs on top. Yeah. Right? So it, it would like, play yeah. throughout the store. So we would just kind of pick what we wanted to, to watch. And then we'd put that on. And then, you know, we always got first dibs of any movies that came in. So like we got to kind of, well, I should say she got first dibs, but I benefited <laughs> from this. So, you know, we would, especially when like The Ring came out. So that was prime for me. Um, Cause I think, I don't remember what year that came out, 2000, 
somewhere around there. So, you know, I was like 14. Um, and I was like, yeah, let's watch the ring. So, you know, my sister and I rented that. We watched that. I was like, well, this is freaky. Let's do something else. So we kept, um, it was a lot of the early 2000s horror that kind of got me interested. Um, because I was like, oh, 13 ghosts. Let's watch that. <laughs> Underworld. Let's watch that. Resident Evil. Let's watch that. You know, um, so a lot of that. And my sister was into it, too. So that helped. So, yeah, it was really I think my sister working at movie gallery really kind of pushed because <laughs> if she hadn't, I might not have had quite the access to the sure. movies, you know, that That's I had. Amazing which was, access. Yeah, um, it was pretty awesome. Yeah, a movie gallery itself. Was that what was that? Was that more like a local chain? Because we didn't have those. In oh, no, we had, no, we did have one. We had one. We movie did. Gallery. It well, was yeah, in I, New Haven. I don't think it was local. Oh. I think it was a. Um, <clears throat> I think it was a chain, um, but I don't know if it was very big. I honestly don't know. I, I've i mentioned Movie Gallery to other people, and they didn't seem to know what I was talking about, but I don't think it was a local. Um, but, oh, interesting. Okay. Cause, yeah, yeah, I guess that's what I – maybe they were bigger in the south or something. Yeah, it might have been like a – because this was Florida, so it might have been like a southeast thing. You know, I'm not quite sure, but I know it wasn't like a local thing because there were multiple – movie galleries um yeah so i i'm not quite sure probably a quick google search i can oh, figure it yeah, out i guess but... i could have looked into this but but <laughs> yeah. you said there was one in new haven i, I don't remember that like so i guess we had hollywood one, but video I... or maybe more like i know there's a offshoot called game crazy it was all about video games oh. but you know oh, game crazy is an offshoot of movie gallery, movie gallery? I, think, I think so or it was a hollywood right. video but it was in new haven where that kind of stop and shop is and the Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> yeah, you might need to be a little more okay, specific. That's more specific but, but, okay, but, but what area. you're saying is, but we had a movie gallery is what you're yeah, saying. Yes. Wow. I never, I don't, I, geez, I don't remember that at all. It was so. kind of tucked well, in. Go. It was like tucked away, I think. So I guess it was like a, a national chain, but I guess it couldn't really compete with the blockbusters and Hollywoods of its time. Yeah. So I'll say yeah. I, it was, it was a pretty big store, you know, to reiterate what Tim said, it's, you know, there were, obviously the walls full of the big releases, you know, um, releases. <laughs> but I even remember yeah. like the ring, you know, that yeah. having a lot. Um, and I remember, you know, thinking of the covers that attracted me. I remember thinking that cover was kind of creepy and I, so I wanted to see it. Um, and those were the kind of covers that I liked were the ones that kind of creeped me out. And I was like, Ooh, well, yeah, that. I was going to ask you about that. So as far as the box art, did yeah. what do you remember? What are some of your earlier memories of box art that you were, if not scared by, but certainly attracted to? Yeah, I remember. So, I mean, it's unfortunate. Yeah, Jeepers Creepers. Uh -huh. So yeah. <laughs> I remember um, the cover art for Jeepers Creepers and looking at that and being like, "Ooh, that's creepy. Um and I Jeepers that, creepy. It was it was creepers. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah yeah. Like it's unfortunate that whole scenario. Yeah. Like, you know, as a as a thirteen year old, um, obviously that wasn't known at the time, but I was like, oh, this is this is really creepy. And I remember my sister got that for my thirteenth birthday party, and we oh. watched it at my birthday party. Um, and I was like, ooh, this is this is creepy. So it was a lot of like um like Blair Witch. I remember Blair Witch. Hmm. I thought that was kind of creepy. Um, anything that kind of had some sort of like, I, you know, we're talking about the fit, the groups of people again, that wasn't like, Ooh, that's creepy to me. That, that didn't really do it. Um, but, or if you put kind of a badass chick on there, like underworld, you know, hmm. you put somebody like that, I'd be like, Ooh, I want to see that. Um, so that was kind of my attraction to those, um, especially in darkness falls was another one which i was like that movie was a bummer it was, it was not very good it wasn't, but it wasn't great you know it, it wasn't very I, good it, but that the tagline's not great you know eye for an eye tooth yeah for a tooth. Was like, it was right. not very good but that was one that i was like oh that's that's kind of a cool cover wonder you know i saw that in the theater but i was like huh that's a cool cover you know i it's yeah 
So it had to be more than just a group of people. Right. Um, did you all have to agree or were there like kind of disagreements for, you know, for you, Tim, for you too, Tim? Like you have disagreements on which movie you want to rent? It's always kind of interesting. My sister and I would usually, like, we wouldn't pick out just one. So it would usually <laughs> be like a compromise. Um, it would usually be like, oh, we're going to get like, you know, three to four movies. And then we would, especially because we got a discount. Um, when she oh, was yeah. working at movie galleries. Hey, so we would get a lot of movies at one time. <laughs> um, so we would get, you know, I'd pick out some, she'd pick out some. Um, I, I wish I could remember the title. I So that speaking of cover art, uh, we were going off of cover art. Because, you know, back then there was a lot of movies that you had no idea what they were about. Sure. And you would just kind of pick it based off of the cover art. And there was one that we picked out and it had some like witches on the front and we thought this is going to be really cool. And we took it home and it was basically like softcore porn. Oh no! And we oh, were no. like, well, this isn't what we wanted. Was it witch, um, witchcraft? I honestly, I don't remember. I, like I was talking to my sister about this because we were like, do you remember what that was? And I said, no, I don't remember what that was. But we we were totally fooled by mm, the cover yeah. art because we, yeah, we were like, oh, this is going to be scary. This is going to be a cool movie. No, that was not the case. <laughs> that um, kind of, to me, sounds like that witchcraft series of which there were, there were usually some sort of witch on the front and there's like eight or nine of them and there's a lot Ty, you know what i'm talking about or you mean yeah. i know there's like these brotherhood movies and like <laughs> like that or the, no, the no i think those came later okay. no, the, i think oh, okay. remember you found it at savers we found one of them um oh I, uh was yeah i think they're called witchcraft, witchcraft four yeah i that's that sounds like that to me but obviously i don't know but Do you know you, you see a witch on the cover or? obviously you're gonna uh i i see why you'd have yeah. been interested yeah uh, <laughs> do you guys have savers and no. All stuff? No. Oh, you don't have a savers. Oh, okay. What is that? It's like a thrift store. Like it's a Goodwill. thrift store. It's a chain thrift store, like kind of like Goodwill, but they have a pretty big selection of movies, like DVDs. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Um, okay, so uh, kind of going. Uh, oh, well, when you mentioned the um, the deal, I mean, it's a little different because your sister worked there, but you know, a lot yeah. of. Um, Video stores had these deals, like we had these four for four deals where you get yeah. four movies for like a discounted price. Yeah. Um, do yeah, you guys? Was, yeah. We used to have that at our video store called Best Video, four yeah. for four. Yeah. yeah. And like a lot of places would do that. Like you'd get them for a week for like a discounted price. Um, uh, I don't know if that rings any bells to you guys, but. Um, yeah. Yeah. I definitely remember like the 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 grouping, like three for three or four yeah. for four or something like that for sure. Yeah. Those were yeah. those were definitely a thing. Do you remember any of your groupings or no, that, that's like, a big, ask, I know, that's a tough but, one. <laughs> yeah. Not, you know, not specifically. Okay. You know, I can remember, you know, if we went in looking for multiple, there would uh. be like the, the group pick, like we knew we wanted to get like this big title. Right. And, that's a, that's, you know, that's and, yeah, that makes sense. Like the one yeah. there's like the must have, like the one you really want. And then you have some more leeway and you can kind of go off the grid yeah, a little bit fun. with some of the other choices. Exactly. Yeah. And then I, I can remember looking for like how much shelf space they took up was like kind of a factor and like determining what you were going to get. And I'm like, all right, is this one of the ones that's got like three racks full of titles or full of uh, copies? Or is it one of the ones that's like a half a rack? Like, okay, we'll get this one that's super popular. And then we'll go over here and we'll get like executive decision or <laughs> passenger 57 or something sure. like that. You know, it's always a good third choice like, movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And grab that. And usually that winds up being the, the favorite of the grouping. <laughs> that's interesting. But, but as we far say as half as, racks, okay. like half rack of ribs, you know, but as far as the slumber party situation, so was that more like a venue for horror movies or was it always, did it always stay in the kind of safer Beverly Hills cop realm? So it turned into more horror as I got older. So mm. when I was younger, it was more, you know, comedy family friendly not that beverly hills cup is family friendly eventually we owned that so it didn't we didn't have to rent it um but so you know it turned into more family friendly stuff um and comedy and i still really love comedies and all that so that that hasn't changed but you know and then as i got a little older and i could get like pg-13 movies on my own um 
I started to be like, ooh, well, now I can get PG-13 movies. And a lot of like the early 2000s horror was PG-13. So I could, you know, get those movies on my own and have those at my parties. Um, And it wasn't like, oh, you can't show those because they're rated R. You know, they were PG-13. So I could do that. And then obviously, and slumber parties got a little smaller as I got older because, you know, you're... I say your group of friends get smaller as you get older. So um, it became more, I would say, became easier to decide because I'd have less friends over and we'd be like, well, what do you want to watch? Can we all agree on horror? Sweet. So let's, you know, do that. Um, Some of my friends weren't so into it (laughs) as I was, and some of them would get freaked out. Um, And, you know, but... It was my slumber party, so <laughs> I got to choose what we watched ultimately, and a lot of times it was horror. So I mean, that seems like the perfect place to watch horror movies, like right? It, it, I mean, you know, I mean, that's house. how you do it is when you're with a group slumber, of people and yeah, yeah. yeah. slumber party massacre. That's right. exactly. I wish I had seen that when I was a kid. Um, oh, be, <laughs> like I wish I had played that at one of my slumber parties. It would have been great. <laughs> I would imagine it must have or would have gone over pretty well. It would, right? Like, wait, we're all the girls would have been very excited. Yeah. It's all murdered it's, it's that very party that we're having. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the second one, there's the guy who sings, right? Well, you've seen that. Well, he has a, the yes. guitar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, the guitar. Yes. Well, the drill. Yeah. The drill. Um, yeah, uh, he does it all. He sings. He dances. He does yeah. everything. <laughs> yes. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Atanas, right? That's the guy's name. Um, it is. It's something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, he's a real entertainer, you know, um, he is. He is. He has a record, like an album. Oh, oh you have that? Oh, yeah, <laughs> no, I don't have it. But I know I looked him up before because he is. Oh, who is he? He's a like somebody who's prominent. He's their child. Oh. And like somebody who runs some major corporate like. I don't want to say it's maybe a pizza company or something, (laughs) some sort of restaurant or something. He is their child and he didn't want to go into the family business basically. And so he uh, turned to music. And so he released an album and everything, but I don't think it did very well. (laughs) Um, But I had looked him up because I thought I was like, this dude's fun. And so I looked him up one day just to see who he was. And I learned all that. I was like, that's an interesting little guy there. Um, well, I mean, that album, I'm sure it's something to look out for. Like, maybe you'll be in a record store and it'll be there. You never know. Yeah. That's why you stop at every used record store for like, it's this record yeah. here. Oh, absolutely. Through everything. Well, <laughs> exactly. Now you're speaking my language as a big yeah. record collector. Uh, yeah. Oh, nice. Um, uh, yeah. So. What about, um, like, other genres? There's just, you know, or thriller or action or you know, romance. <laughs> like, anything. <laughs> Would that usually go over like, or is it just horror all the time? Like, like you said, Passenger Fifty Seven. You know, yeah. Like uh, or Boiling Point. No, oh, geez, yeah, yeah. Or New Jack City, something like that. <laughs> Any Snipes movie. Yeah, yeah. Really yeah whatever. You could, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, it, you know, we are sometimes influenced by you know what had popped on, uh, like the Cinemax action movie. My dad mm-hmm. used to like to watch all those things. I can remember like looking for Bloodsport and uh, movies like that. Great. Yeah. So definitely finding, like, seeing my dad watching these movies, be like, what are you watching? And then just sitting down and being like, well, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> and then looking like, for it in the video store so we could watch the whole thing. Well, See, that's, that's the thing. That's yeah, fun, it's yeah. It's kind of like, you know, you can compare this to music, too. Because, you know, say you hear a song, I guess now maybe, like, on YouTube or something, then that might inspire you to actually go out and purchase the album. So it's not like... You know, you hear it and that's it. It's that kind of reminds mm-hmm. me of that. Like you get a taste of it and you think, oh, I want to, you know, rent it or maybe buy it down the line, but at least spend yep. money so then I can see the whole thing start to finish. You know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that was kind of it. Be like, okay, well, I want to watch all of that. Like I, I saw part of it here. It's like almost getting that little snippet, and then going to the store and be like, well, I hope they have it here. I love that feeling. Like, well, yeah, I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it at Blockbuster today. Yeah. It's like, and then you look behind the uh, case. It's like, uh oh. <laughs> well, but, yeah. but then there's oh, yeah. some other there's some other challenges that come with that like sometimes you'll see a snippet of a movie but you won't know what movie it is mm-hmm. so back then it's certainly and even now how do you find out what it is you know yep absolutely i can remember we had those little we used to get the little booklets in the mail because we had well we had cable we had i think hb on cinemax 
and there these little booklets would come out and it was like what was showing for the month you know it's like a condensed tv guide yeah. but it would just show you what's on like cinemax for the month if you had to leaf through it and see what was like showing at what time and like that was our only frame of reference for what something might have been Right, it was fun because he's like, "All right, at 405, Bloodsport's going to be on." Exactly. TBS Superstation. Oh yes, yes, yeah. yeah. Oh god, yeah. They were 05, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Um, These these great 90s references. You have to be 25 to 30 plus years old to be on this podcast. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I know. Well, we're dating the show because you know that's okay. That's good. We never had. TV guy, because, you know, obviously you had to pay to subscribe to TV guy. But like you said, there might be a, in the circular, there might be something like in the newspaper. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, uh, what was it? Oh, and also the preview channel. Did you guys oh, have yeah. that? Yep. Yeah. The scrolling. Or scrolling. Yeah. I love absolutely. the scrolling. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then you get a little taste. Yeah, absolutely. You better not miss what you're looking for, too. You have to wait a while. For yeah, then you have to wait. Yeah. But then they have trailers while you wait. So they have yeah, movie trailers. True. Yeah, but That's then you true. get distracted by that, and you miss it again. <laughs> and then pretty soon you're watching the preview channel for two hours, and you feel like yeah, a slug. Yeah. Yeah. I could have watched the whole movie in this t- yeah. time. <laughs> I just want to know if it was on Nickelodeon. Just tell me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It, you know, in some ways, I do kind of miss that, because there's now you can just, you know, have it in the palm of your hand with your remote control there there was a little more challenge to it i kind of missed the challenge you know yep. um, oh yeah for sure yeah trying to find out what it was or you know going out and looking for it yeah it, w- it was a whole different thing it was part it was all part of the experience of getting that movie or wanting to watch that movie and there's always hoops you know you got you got to figure it out and like oh can i am i allowed to watch this okay i can't let me try to see if i can sneak it in it's just like, it's like <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. But yeah, finding out what a movie is like sometimes it even happens with your memory. Like you have a snippet of a memory and you can't connect it to anything like there's no way you can look it up on the Internet because it's just like a few scenes in your mind and you can't you know remember who's in it or anything. You have to somehow connect it like I I have some things like that where like I can picture it, but there's no way I could ever look it up or find it. You know, yeah. Yeah. And I I see the people. People asking those questions like they, they go into like the sites like Reddit and whatnot. Be like, okay, I can remember this one scene where a guy walks up to a tree and you're like, what? I have no idea what that is, but it's that one moment that's like stuck in your head. It's like, well, that's true. Because even if you yeah. try to describe it to people like on a form like Reddit, they, they they can't help you. You know, it's just yeah. So you have to get lucky essentially, yeah, you, and maybe you really you'll do. come up. It has to be like burned into somebody else's brain, like that similar scene, and like they have to see that in order for them to be like, oh, I know what that is. Yeah, yeah, and so that is interesting uh, that that can happen to people, and they have these it's just these images that just are stuck there, and then probably because you saw it on TV or on cable, because if you rented it, then obviously you're more in control of it, and you know what it is. It's like these random things that kind of get like stuck in your mind. You walk by the TV like, whoa, okay, and then you see one scene, you're interested for one second, then you walk away, and it's mm-hmm. like, well, what was that? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Be like, well, well that's why you back just, to that. That's why you just have to keep watching movies nonstop yeah, for yeah. the rest of your life, and then you just <laughs> you never stop and <laughs> never leave your couch or chair. Well, well but that, yeah, but that is the message, you know. Just keep watching movies, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, don't give it up. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> follow your dreams. You follow your dreams. <laughs> watching more movies. Live your yeah. best life. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I think that's you know must be a sentiment because there's these you know apps like letterbox where that kind of encourages that you know mm-hmm. where people can you know yeah, say what sure. they watch and they can communicate with other people i mean i'm not on it but i'm not on anything but ty you're on it i'm on letterbox yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i get a lot of good i get a lot of good there's a lot of good like genre people on there that like you can get a pretty good beat on some of these some of these really like obscure titles that are starting to like show up now that like are becoming more readily available so i, I kind of you like read certain reviews from certain people and it's like they have this kind of like their finger on the pulse of like what these movies were and they've got memories with them and they're the pretty good guide of like what these movies are like and what someone who has like a particular taste you know if it's a you know horror genre or whatever how they might respond to it so like a lot of you know the popular opinion on a movie the movie might have a 4.7 on imdb but someone on letterbox like gave it a four out of five and you're like well i kind of align with that person's you know sentiments <laughs> right. when it comes to movies so I'm, I'm gonna give it a shot 
Yeah, like you can't always trust what people on IMDb give a movie because no. it, it, <laughs> they're not on the same wavelength that we are. Exactly. You know? So right. it's, you know, and they they might be more used to some more mainstream thing. So then when they see like, you know, a low budget horror movie, obviously they're not going to like it. But that they're doesn't really like mean this. anything. I want ID four again. Yeah, I want ID four. I want a wall <laughs> exactly. of ID four. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yep. I want that. You know, I don't want all the <laughs> other the popular movies of that ilk. But you well, know, at the time, like, um, at the time, you know. Uh, well, I can't think of it right now because this is live. <laughs> well, now <laughs> they're on the box, but, uh, uh, but, but that was the time of the blockbuster. Like there was a, a literally and figuratively because there was the store, but also, yeah. What were some of those big movies at that time? I mean, there are other disaster movies. I think like um, well, there's Armageddon, I guess. Or, yeah. Uh, yeah. Deep Impact. Twister or, was a good Twister, one. Oh, yeah, Twister. Oh, yeah. Twister. Is that a big a hit? One. Yeah. 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 Um, it was to me. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we all love the cow, but I don't, I don't remember. Well, the, also uh, because of yeah, living in Florida. Oh, so oh. I don't know if Tim had this experience, but I, I lived about an hour and a half north of Orlando. So we would go to Universal and Universal had the Twister ride. Yep. So oh. you could go on the Twister ride and it was like basically a simulated tornado. And it was really cool. So I used to love that ride. It was kind of terrifying, but really fun. And um, so seeing the movie and going on the ride made me be like, this is awesome. So <laughs> that was that always sticks in my mind. I I don't think it's there anymore. Why would it be? But I'm sure it's something else now. But that used to be really cool. Well, Universal you, in the 90s was really fun. They, I would imagine. I it was so much fun. Yeah. That's for another day, but it was yeah. so much fun. <laughs> so I think living in Florida, memories. there would be a ride called Hurricane. Yeah, you know, you it, that's just living life in Florida. Yeah, you don't need that's a ride. Just, yeah. That's <laughs> just yeah, that, August, that shows September, every summer. October. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's just go through all the whole rest of the year. <laughs> <laughs> well, because since we were talking about the disaster movies, obviously there was um, Volcano and Dante's Peak. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I distinctly yeah. remember Dante's Peak. I I don't think I saw Volcano. I was like, I've had enough of my, I had my Volcano movie. I watched Dante's Peak. Yeah. I mean, and there's, there's two types of people in this world. There's either Volcano people or Dante's Peak people, you know. So you're Dante uh, Peak's person. So it's like, uh, well, I yeah. haven't seen either one, but uh, no. well, I've seen both. Dante's Peak's a little better. It's oh, oh, interesting. Well, well in the, the, the other toast, film, though. That's yeah, the coast was toast. Yeah, yeah. let's <laughs> not forget the coast was toast. Uh, but there was um, Prefontaine and Without Limits, you know, because mm. there were two yep. movies about Steve Prefontaine, of all people, that came out around the same time. So that that phenomenon, that which has a name, right, um, like oh, twin yeah. movies or something. Um, yeah yeah i can't think of what the term would be but i'm yeah that was it was like that, very specific to that time where like two movies of the same like with the same subject matter would come yeah, out. yeah yeah well and, and then later on there was the uh, two movies by truman capote um there was that's right capote I, and then that other one infamous Inf- infamous see the tie <laughs> i knew you yeah. know that yeah um uh, and but and there's other examples but th- to me that is interesting like how does that happen? Because you'd think one movie studio maybe would know that the other one is doing the same thing, especially on an obscure doing topic. stuff. You know, it's like, like I guess they're not talking to each other. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, there's got there's got to be some cross studio like gossip going on. Like, oh, they're making this movie, and it, the one's trying to speed up its process so they can get it done before the other one does. But what's weird is that that that's happening now because that I think that did happen in the '80s, and I can tie this back to a horror thing because you know there's the burning. And oh yeah. Um, don't go in the house was originally called the burning and then they had to change the name to don't go in the house because of the burning. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's right. I remember reading about that too. Yeah. So that similar, you know, things and yeah, for sure. That was a very early eighties thing as well, especially with the horror movies where they had like such similar topics going on and how many movies can you come up with? The villain part, the backstory is that they were burned Right. And then they come back later. You know, you got Nightmare on Elm Street. You got The Burning. There's Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2. You know, like all those movies are like the same setup. Like someone's burned and then years later they're coming back for revenge. And I can think of another one, but this might be a spoiler. Oh, so, okay. so fast forward or mute <laughs> this for a second. Your 15 or 30 second phone. Um, <laughs> Is it 15? Yeah. <laughs> the, the Initiation. Oh, you know, yeah. Daphne Zuniga. I, yep. That starts yep. with a burning also. Yep. Um, yep. 
Um, but yeah, a lot of slashers, which is one of my favorite subgenres of horror. You know, it starts with some sort of childhood trauma, which manifests itself later. And um, so many start that way. It's it almost has oh, to start that way. <laughs> when yeah. I get newer, I guess it's Valentine. You know, that's not that new anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. It's something that saying. the parents did that yep. the kids now have to pay for. Yep. Yeah. It's always interesting. Oh, why do I have to pay for this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you did. Yeah, it's not me. What the hell do I have to go through this for? I don't want to get killed by Cupid. I, you know, <laughs> well, that could almost relate back to a movie you guys just talked about in One Dark Fright, which is Silent Night, Deadly Night, which yeah. you know, kind of had a similar kind of beginning to it. It did. Yeah. This, yeah. That, that, that trauma from the, them being a kid and then it showing up later in life. Yeah. There's always, it always seems like they have to be like, what year it started like even like movie like pieces yeah 1955 yeah yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> you know it, it starts like way back when and then it's going to kick out to later and like everyone's effed because of what happened in the beginning but like present someone's going to have to die yeah yeah, yeah. oh no it's present day uh-oh here we go yeah. it's like, I mean, <laughs> in my world present day is 1981 yeah. which is what i want it to be all the time but yeah. uh, i guess you can't always have that sadly you want to go back to <laughs> if I was present day, it'd be like 2006. But like, <laughs> yes, but I'm old. You have to remember that. Oh, well, I'm also getting up there. I'm 30. Well, I'm 35. I'll do 36. So. Well, I mean, if yeah, it was 19, I'd be one, but still. Yeah, I mean, you'd be one. You'd be. You'd be but there's something bread, about it. You know? There's something that about those slashers, like it's just, it's like a magical time. Like just, just the way they look. Like, um, mm-hmm. you take a, a movie like Final Exam. Just, I don't know. Just yeah. the, the the clothes and the hair and just the whole attitude of everyone. It just, it's like addictive. I want to see more and more of that. Yeah, it's it's definitely a vibe. And we actually we just watched Final Exam like oh, just a couple oh. weeks ago. Like I'd seen it before. That's weird. We just I was like, let's just pop this on. Yeah. So we have yeah, we to watched watch it, it again because we were because yeah. we just bought it. Right. Yep. Yeah. We yep. just we just but like we just got it. and We're like, let's watch it. So. <laughs> but there's so many cool pile, things. About it. I mean, I know some people don't like Final Exam, but the thing is, I, there's I, there's a lot to like in Final Exam. I think really I mean, you is. get to you get to know the characters. There, there's like an Animal House-esque <laughs> side to it, <laughs> which was very big at the time. There's a that crazy scene that you could never do today, but with, with like a fake terrorist attack. Oh my attack. gosh, yeah. Yep. Um, like, yeah that, that one shooting. sticks out like like a sore thumb, that whole scene. And yeah, then, and that's amazing. Get, that's why people, I think, are going back to these movies and, you know, they're all coming out on Blu-ray because they do things that you can't do today. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. of course, oh, you yeah. Want. For um, sure. Like even going back to the burning, like there's that, you know, you it's kind of an unremarkable movie until like the, the attack comes. Right. You know, and they, they find they come up to that, you know, the raft in the, the middle raft of the scene. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like it before that, it's kind of like a tame movie. Like, yeah, it's just it's like a summer camp movie. And then that scene comes up and you're like, that sticks with you. Even if it was like years since you'd seen it, you're like, oh, man, remember that movie like with that crazy scene on the raft. And then like it just spirals out from there. Yeah, that's what that is. What's interesting about the burning is that it kind of broke the formula a little bit. Like instead of like having a kill every seven, eight minutes, it's like no kills, then like a massacre. Yeah, um, that is kind yeah, of interesting that they chose too. to do it that way. It is. Uh, yep, I agree. Yeah, it's like they set this mood for like this is what this place is. This is what this movie. This is what like this summer camp experience is like. And here's all these characters, and some are some you like, some you don't. <laughs> but we're just gonna. But that's life. Kill them you know, all. That, yeah, you know. exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, and also, and this also might be a spoiler for Final Exam, but like, you know, for uh, Final Exam, it's just, it's not like you, again. it's not like, you know, you ripped a mask off someone in a Scooby-Doo style and say, it was you. It's like, yeah, if there was someone going on killing people, it would be some anonymous scumbag you don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's more realistic. And I assume that's what they were going for with that. Yeah, that's one of, yeah, that's one of those movies where like, you see their face because they actually don't have any tie to the characters. Like, it's not like, oh, it's from our past. Like, it's just some rando that's just killing people for whatever reason. And yeah, it doesn't have a mask on and they're not hiding it. And it's not going to be some big mystery. It's just let's just go through the motions here yeah. until we get to the final girl. And then is she going to survive? And they're shooting arrows at him and he's catching arrows and all kinds of weird <laughs> stuff in that movie. But I, but to me, like, I guess that's the reason why some people don't like it. But to me, that works. Like, to me, that kind of makes sense, you know? Mm-hmm. 
But that's I just think it makes it unique. Yep. I, I love to catch an arrow. It seems like, <laughs> <laughs> like, well, we, we could try that. Like we could maybe. Uh, do... Well, I'm not like William Tell. I just wanted to what? shoot. <laughs> well, we'll get an apple later and we'll try. <laughs> get this experiment to try. <laughs> it's called the William Tell experiment. <laughs> well, maybe that could be a slasher of some sort. That could be like yeah. William Tell, like I'll goes never crazy. Tell. Yeah, <laughs> we'll talk about an early to mid 2000s yeah, title. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the title. Yeah. All right. Well, so did you want? Let, did you want to wrap it up and maybe talk about one dark fright a little bit? Like, so this is a fairly new podcast. Do you only have a couple episodes? Um, we have about six, yeah. right? Yep. Yep. We we just did put up our sixth one. Yep. So how did it kind of start and um? Give me the origin of One Dark Fright. Yeah. So, you know, I had been wanting to do a podcast for a little while and I was kind of seeing if Rebecca was going to want to do it with me. And we were kind of like hemming and hawing about it. And then uh, Rebecca is friends with uh, Ainsley, who's the third part of our uh, One Dark Fright show. And she was kind of asking, you know, put out a kind of an open like looking to do something creative. You know, hit me up if you get, anybody wants to do something you know, kind of creative going forward. So Rebecca was like, what do you think? And I was like, let's, let's ask her, see if she wants to do a show with us. And she was like, sure. So we just kind of set it up and we did, we did one that we didn't wind up posting. We were talking about evil dead uh, one and two. And so we went through that and we're like, okay, like this seems like it'd be kind of cool. You know, it's one of those like, you know, first episodes, it's a little rough. So we were like, let's, yeah, you know, all time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so let's, uh, let's kind of, you know, sit down again and try it and do, you know, now that we've kind of seen if, how this dynamic's going to work, that was really us first meeting each other, like in person or not even in person, just on online. And uh, we were like, all right, let's, you know, pop on selling night, deadly night. This is the, you know, it's around the holiday. So we'll, we'll just try it with that. And we just took off from there. Uh, and just, I and mean, we were saying this off air, but we do want to get Ainsley on the show too, to talk about her memories. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because we, we're all from different places. So, yeah, she probably has has some good stuff to talk about. Uh, yeah, no, that would be definitely interesting. Um, and it does sound like from when I was listening to it, like you do have like this really good camaraderie. Like it, yeah. you seem like you're all yeah, just all three of you. Just, like, yeah, like you're friends. really like genuinely yeah. nice people that are friends that are just kind of talking. You know what I mean? That's so it's it's, yeah. it's easy to listen to. Oh, that's cool. Appreciate you guys saying that. Yeah, it's oh, it, it, it wound up being that way. It just, you know, again, we had never talked to each other, you know, live. And then you just had a good a good rapport and was like, yeah, this is something we could do going forward. Um, so, yeah. So that's on iTunes, right? Yeah, we're on iTunes, uh, Amazon, Google, uh, Stitcher. Spotify. Yes, Spotify. Yep. So we're yeah, yep, we're on all that. Yep. And it's uh, One Dark Fright, One Dark Fright pod on most uh, the, the social media accounts. I mean, All right, well, do you have um, any more like extra bonus memories before we wrap <laughs> before up? Before we wrap up, any final thoughts? Any final, any, any thoughts, Rebecca or Tim, for uh, memories? Like, you ever want to kind of go back in time? So go ahead. So. No, that's all. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if I could go back in time, I would totally yeah. go back to working, my sister working at movie gallery <laughs> and uh, sitting there. So something we used to do too, you know, we used to put those movies on. Um, so where she worked, there was, did you guys have Hungry Howie's? No. Is that a thing? No. Okay. No. I was like, I don't know. Not in Connecticut, yeah, no. Okay, that <laughs> might be a local thing. I'm not, yeah. Tim, did you have Hungry Howie's? I don't believe so. Yeah. So that might have been a local thing. <laughs> so that yeah. might have been something only we had. So there was, a, it's a pizza place and they had crazy bread. So oh. basically it's like cheese, you know, it's like cheesy bread. And we would get like a huge order of crazy bread and uh, go and I would just walk down and go pick it up because she'd call in the order. It, it literally was like two stores down, but she would call in the order <laughs> and then I'd go and pick it up and I would like I'd sit on the floor behind the desk and eat crazy bread and watch movies. And, you know, like that looking back, like that was the life, you know, just that was awesome. Um, I had I my own little that. badge. Yeah, that's that just the type of memory me. we're looking for. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like that. It was just, I had my own little badge that she had made me. Um, like you know, so it, so it looked like I <laughs> yeah. worked there if somebody <laughs> came in. Um, so, you know, it was like, that was the life. Like, I would totally go back to that because that was just awesome. Um, 
I miss, you know, being able to kind of do that stuff. I miss being able to go into movie stores and just kind of peek around and look at that kind of stuff, especially now, you know, that Tim and I have really branched out in the horror movies that we watch. Like, I would love to go back and just see what I could find now that there's. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. You know, like what you know now then. Yeah. If I knew then what I know now, I would love to go back and just see what I could find and be like, man, could I find these movies? Were they there when I was young and I just didn't know to look for them? Um, Because it would be really cool to go back and see if that was the case. Because, you know, I lived in a small town. So those movies, you know, talking about the burning, like that would have been cool to see as a kid. Oh, definitely. And, you know, I would have loved to see that as a kid. And um, (laughs) I don't think that would have been there. You know, it's just one of those where I lived in such a small town. I just don't see those kind of movies being there. Um, But, you know, you never know. So I would love to go back and just see if those kind of movies, if those 80s slashers and all that were there, because that would have been really cool. Yeah, no, that, that I totally get what you're saying. And also that reminds me of a question. So you would you never really worked at Movie Gallery, but did you end up helping customers anyway? Like if yeah, someone said, I did. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like if someone said, can you help me find this? Like, yeah, I'll, I'll help you. And like, you I totally there. did. I was like, <laughs> yeah, totally. You know, and I mean, so I'm trying to think at what age, you know, because I always looked kind of older. Um, so, you know, I could have eased. I, I'm trying to think at what age she stopped working there. So how old I would have been, but I can't. I don't know if I was like 15, 14, 15. So, um, but I always looked like I could pass for like, you know, 16, 17. So I always looked like I could be old enough to work there. So it, it worked out, but I, I definitely did. I was like, oh yeah, you need help. That's right over in, you know, the action comedy section, you know, or like (laughs) wherever, you know, I would totally do that. And um, I was talking to my sister about this because I told her that I was coming on this podcast to talk. And I was saying, do you, do you have any memories? I was oh. asking her and she was saying, <laughs> she said one of the things she remembers doing is um, when, when customers were really rude, she would switch out their movies. Oh. Um, huh, that's interesting. So like, and I an was example? Like, like, what do you mean an H switch them out? So she was, hold on. She told me, she was like, cause she was saying, um, because she goes, you know, I, I never told anybody I did this. And she was like, but when customers were really rude, I used to um, switch out their movies because um, it would be fun. She's like, so, you know, it would say James Bond on the outside, but I'd put some like really cheesy romance movie in there instead. <laughs> so she would, she would switch some, she would switch them out. Um, which I thought was really funny. I was like, Denise, why did you do that? <laughs> did they ever like come back or call or get? I, I don't know. Or... I didn't. I didn't follow up. I did not ask her if I was like, man, Denise, that's terrible. But it's also really funny because I'm like, I get it. You know, people need to be nice in uh, for customer service. But <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know, they tell you don't mess with people who make your food. Don't mess with people who handle your movies. Oh, well, yeah. first, don't do sure. it. Well, Obviously. So, um, you were sort of like an unpaid, uh, unpaid employee. I was an unpaid employee, but I did get free crazy bread. Right. So it was kind of a will work for crazy bread. And I got to watch it. It was, it was, was, you know, it was unpaid child labor, but it was okay. It was a learning experience. It was fun labor. You know, it's fun labor. labor. I was okay with it. But it's, it's it's a learning experience. It sounds like. It was, it was, it was, it was a great learning experience. I get to see that. Like, oh, I'm going to watch Goldeneye. Hey, why is Sense and Sensibility in here? <laughs> and then, like, two hours that later, it's like, hey, that was pretty good. And then, you know, like, like, that wasn't that bad. Yeah. You know, I liked it. Because sometimes you have to roll with the punches. Like, it, you know, that might happen yeah. where you just start watching something you didn't plan on watching and then you end up liking it. You know? Yeah. Well, and that Especially was part of too far the away. job yeah. was, like, we would – I say the job as if I was working it, but the yeah. jobs in quotes, you're doing finger <laughs> <No. quotes. laughs> is when people would turn in their movies, you had to check to make sure the movie was in there. So, you know, we would, so that was part of what I would help with. Cause I would be usually behind the counter most of the time. Cause it was a pretty high counter and I could hide behind there and just right. hang and out eat, and eat crazy bread. Yeah. And eat crazy bread. So, um, <laughs> I would, 
also help with the tub of movies, you know, that people would drop off. Right, I would yeah. take them out of the tub and check the movies. And so that would be one of the things you'd make sure that the movie matched what was inside and that people weren't switching them out. And that, um, <laughs> and if know, it was, it was your also, sister. It's like, Oh, this must be right, returned from you. You know, and also make sure that they weren't just turning in an empty case. Right. Or, that or that the movie was rewound because sometimes, oh, they, well, you know, yeah, this was after VHS days, uh, but I was also saying that I'm like, were we kind? Did we rewind? <laughs> I, you know, I don't know, but this was after the VHS days. So this was like DVDs. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were still VHSs, but uh, mostly DVDs. So that was one of those where it was a lot of like, did they return the movie? There were some where they just returned an empty case thinking yeah. they were going to be slick. Um, and that was not the case. So did you have to check them for condition? Like when you took out the make DVD, sure that they weren't scratched. scratched. Yeah. 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 Make sure they didn't like mess them up. So that was fun, you know. That was probably the least fun part of the job. Was that? <laughs> With the actual work. Yeah, With yeah, the yeah. actual work. Yeah. <laughs> the crazy yeah, bread. You know, movie. my job of what I did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, what's that thing I want to? Uh, so the crazy bread and you know watching movies behind the counter. You know that was that was that's the icing on the cake. The other part yeah. is the work. You know. It's the icing on the crazy that's right, bread. That's right. That's right. Yeah, uh, exactly. That's um, right. But but that is fascinating though how certain memories are tied to food. Yes. Oh, yeah. You know, we can almost do a whole podcast on that. It's like people tend to remember what they ate, I think, in certain times. And so yeah. the fact that this is like a video store memory kind of tied to a food memory is pretty interesting to me because I think people remember that. Like if you were to smell some crazy bread for some reason, it would probably take you right back to that moment. Most likely. Yeah. Yep. I can remember coming home from work or come home from work, coming home from school when I was young and eating heating up a hot pocket and watching a star wars movie so like yeah, that's great i love hearing that. hot pockets like just make me think of star wars I, it, <laughs> yes, it, it was so interesting because it was probably one of not true for someone else but for you yeah, absolutely yep so i would put on one of the three you know that were out at the time and yeah hot pocket and one of the star wars what do i feel like watching today and that was that's the memory you're an unpaid student <laughs> yeah that, I, uh, I'm, I think that works sure why not yeah. um, um okay so i think that's the end unless anyone has any last minute memories no, no it, uh, i almost said like the plugs are a little too early but we, we can replug you in we well you. we did say yeah. final thoughts so yeah that's true that's true um, plug head rewired or yeah plug head hit circuitry man too yeah re- <laughs> Um, I don't know if I trust a guy named Plughead, but that's just yeah, well, head fine, They're not but... asking you to trust him, though. They're oh, under, okay. You know, <laughs> that's not sure thing. about Plughead. He's, you okay. know. <laughs> <laughs> He's Pinhead's brother, Plughead. Plughead, yeah. And then there was Eraserhead. People had weird heads back then. <laughs> yeah, they really did. There's, what, <laughs> Uncle Peckerhead and all, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> yeah, that, that was like a thing, um, uh, I think, at, at that time. Um, <laughs> I guess, well, first off, thanks again for being on the okay. show. Oh, sorry, I'm Pumpkinhead, which you mentioned earlier. Oh, Pumpkinhead. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. We really appreciate you having us oh, on. Yeah, thanks it's for having us. Great. Oh, so I hope we can do this again. You know, if you have any more yeah. memories, just go. Or we could talk about again. something else. You know, food, it doesn't yeah, have to be just our memories. We could, we'll, we could have you on for another topic. Yeah, yeah sure. Absolutely. Food. Our food, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah food we should do that. Yeah, okay. Food. Ty, write that down. That's okay, an idea. I'm writing it down. Um, but as far as us, if you want to email us, it's crpodcast at yahoo.com and we're on iTunes and all the podcatchers as well. And Ty, what are some uh, of the social so, media uh, things? Okay. Well, there's Ty Action Rocks on Instagram where I post all the silly tapes and then, uh, well, Ty Come Up is on Twitter and then there's the website itself, comeuppinsreviews.net and it's on Facebook under the name. Um, all right. That's well, that's it. That is the end of today's episode. Video Store Memories. Yeah. Memories. And thanks again for coming on. Yeah, thanks again, Tim and Rebecca. Yeah, absolutely. Thank, Thank you, guys. You. Right, you're welcome. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Great. Right, right. Bye. Bye.
Yeah. At a time. <laughs> I just want to know if it's on Nickelodeon. Just tell me. <laughs> <laughs> um, 